dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying Hey, hey, hey I was trying not to burp. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, I'm Celia. I'm Julia. Is that how we usually start? I don't know. Okay. Usually we're like, hello and hello. welcome. <laughs> hello and welcome. Oh, one of our friends um, made fun of us yesterday <laughs> for starting these episodes always. Super weird. Yeah. We're kind of awkward if you guys haven't gotten that yet. Yeah. But oh well. Oh well. Um, Long time no see. It feels Me? like. Yeah, well, no, the other person I'm talking to here. Yes, you. <laughs> to our listeners. Yes. We haven't seen you guys in so long. Ever. Really. Ever. <laughs> um, How have you been? I have been good. Um, Just work. And my boss is coming into town this week, so I'm getting things prepped for that. Um, And podcast stuff. And the weather's been really nice here for mm-hmm. the most part. Although I think... Like this week, it's supposed to get cold again. Oh, we should probably bring the plants inside. Yeah. We have a horde of plants on our porch. We do. Like an unbelievable amount. They just keep multiplying. Yeah. So we should probably bring them in after this. Probably. Because it was, it's been a little chilly. It was really after our peak. It gets pretty cold once the sun goes down. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. Because last week was super, super nice with mm-hmm. the 70, 80 degree weather. Mm-hmm. And now we're back into this. I think it's 60s today. Yeah. So 50s. Something like that. So yeah. it's probably going to get fairly chilly tonight. Yep. But um, not to bore you guys with weather. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good weekend. The weekends always just go by too fast. They I really was talking do. to my coworker today and she was like, how's your weekend? I was like, it was a blur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. It was it was a good weekend. How have you been? Good, I think. I can't remember any of it. I swear. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember from day to day. I know. Um, I feel like I'm like, I mean, it's just how COVID life is. Mm-hmm. It's just like the day to day is kind of not as exciting as usual. I mean, I don't know if my day to day was that exciting outside of COVID. I think well, <laughs> I think I was just that's boring. That's the excuse you were using. Though, right? <laughs> I know. Well, well yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw my this post just so... that was like, that was like, I don't actually want to go out, but I want to choose to stay in my house. Yes. <laughs> I want the option to stay in my bed yeah. all day. Because like with quarantine and stuff, you're like forced to, right? Yeah. And so I don't want to be forced to stay in my bed. I want that to be my choice. <laughs> I want that to be my choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a good week, honestly. Um, This is the last week of school for this semester i will be doing spring classes so So you're not free of me yet yes but it's gonna be over this week whether i like it or not so true there you go i'll take (laughs) that next week she will be a free woman i will for a week week, for a week it's gonna be awesome and then we're back to it yep but it's been good um what are you gonna do with your time sleep (laughs) honestly (laughs) i don't know all the sleep you've been missing maybe except I just, my dad's voice is in the back of my head. We were in high school. He was like, you cannot catch up on sleep. That's true. My mom told me that too. And don't that's true. The, don't burn the candle on both ends. Well, you, yeah, yeah, that's true. But here's my little plug, my little thought here, <laughs> is that 
Um, if you are constantly not getting enough sleep, then you will be so exhausted that you your body will need more sleep and will take the sleep. Yes, that's true. And thus, you don't catch up on sleep per se, but you need to sleep. You need to sleep. And your body will eventually take it from you. Yeah. So, who's to say? Yeah. I'm no sleep it expert. It probably won't add up. But no. Oh, no. But you'll probably sleep more than average once your body finally catches up to you. Mm-hmm. That's well, sleep Well, I bet science. you're looking forward to that. <laughs> I am. I think, I think, though, I want to take the opportunity to get on a good schedule. Um, I've just kind of fallen behind on a lot of day-to-day habits that I really want to pick back up as soon as everything will just go back to normal. Yeah. That's how it goes during finals week. It really does. The last couple weeks of school is just, like, not real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of floating from day to day trying to get assignments in and make sure that you're good to go and getting enough food in your system <laughs> remembering to eat remembering trying to, to remember sleep, to eat and sleep stay yeah. hydrated yeah yeah that's great yeah um julie and i had an adventure this weekend which we... we'll probably talk about here in a minute unless we want to segue I mean, right into just that jump into it let's jump yeah. in because that was my week yeah um i so there is a, they call it the winter market in mm-hmm. Salt Lake, and this is their second to last week. And then we have a month break until the summer market starts in yeah, June. Yeah, it starts in June. Um, and so at the beginning of this week, um, I turned to Julia and I was like, Julia, this weekend I want to go to the farmer's market. And mm-hmm. she said, okay. And so we got up at the butt crack of dawn. For a Saturday. <laughs> Should we <laughs> tell them what time? Read. We woke up at 8.45. <laughs> so some of you who are early risers are like, that's not the butt crack of dawn. But <laughs> it was early for us on a Saturday. Unless we're going skiing. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So really, I guess not that. <laughs> not that early. But we got up. We went to Salt Lake. It was fabulous. Mm-hmm. It was hands down the best Saturday that I've had in a long time. It was just, it was nice weather. It wasn't too hot, so mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, sweating the whole time. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was that perfect, like, spring in between. Um, and, yeah, we just got to, like, walk around to the vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I would assume that, like, if COVID wasn't happening, there would be more there. Because they seemed yeah. pretty spaced out. Yeah. Um, and in But, the I summer- mean, there was still plenty Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a ton. I wonder if they alternate weeks. Because oh, that's what yeah. they do at, the mall, at, at a couple malls that I've seen is that every other store is open mm. on like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the other ones are open Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah so. that would make sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just fun walking around to see and talk to vendors, mm-hmm. um, getting some fresh food and bread celia and i got the best sourdough um i just i love freshly baked bread Mm -hmm. Um, it's so good no matter what it is but especially sourdough it's just something about it yeah um and i got this amazing salsa we finished it all yesterday (laughs) yeah it's gone it was a um a green salsa and it was like super mild so Mm -hmm. you could just eat scoops of it you could probably just drink it yeah it was delicious that good so I guess we'll have to go back. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oops. Um, what else did we get? I got, we got some honey. 
Yes. Um, and they like, were so cute. They came in the little mason jars with their stickers on them. Yeah. Um, we got honey and we got cheese. Mm-hmm. It was a cute little cheese vendor. Um, and we got some vegetables. Well, I got some vegetables. I think I got, oh, not even I think I got. I got broccolini and asparagus. And then we also got fruit. They had some citrus. We got so, some lemons to make lemonade. Yes. And oranges. I, mean, I think I got mandarin oranges. Um, but they were like bigger than the little cuties. They were like solid yep. mandarin oranges. Um, is that it? Oh, we got some meats. We got yeah. some ground beef and bacon and stuff. Yeah. It was good. It was. I cooked some up tonight. It was very good. Was it? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I also... I don't usually, I use a recipe that I don't usually use, so it was just different anyways, mm-hmm. but I mean, the meat was really good. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, it was, what was special about the meat? It's natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like well, from a local farm, right? Yeah, it's from a local farm, and so it's organic with, um, without GMOs, it's yeah. non-GMO. And if, I mean, it wasn't as expensive. What? If an animal could be non-GMO. That's right. And it wasn't um, as expensive as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no. It was maybe like a dollar or two more. Yeah. Because like what? Like the pounds of ground beef at the grocery store, probably like three fifty. Yeah. Or so. And ours were... How much were they? Like $5? Five. Yeah, five. Something like that. Five or six. So And they took a Venmo. And so I was like telling Celia, I was like, I feel like I'm not even spending money. <laughs> Just click, click, click. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, And microgreens. I got yeah, microgreens. So got some microgreens. They're so cool. Okay, I'm trying to figure out if maybe I can keep them growing because they have their roots still intact. Oh. Like that. I wonder. Yeah. It came in like a little sheet uh-huh. or whatever. Um. And all of their roots are woven through it and tangled up on the bottom. Yeah. And so I was looking at their website and it's they, they grow them um, the hydroponic way. Okay. And so I don't know if I'd be oh, able to like, water. yeah, like mm-hmm. take a plate and just stick them in the water. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. it's worth a shot. Yeah. So I'm going to have to take a look and see, but it, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was... Our, like, eco-friendly thing that we did. That was, like, the big thing. Well, um, we also went to Lush. Yes. We went to Lush, got some more. I got some more um, shampoo, bar shampoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got Celia inspired me to get some um, face cleaner, f- face cleaners. Face cleaners. <laughs> face cleaners. So. Yeah. Um, I've been needing some shampoo and conditioner. And... Um, I found out, I mentioned this a couple episodes back, but I found out that my supplier for shampoo and conditioner is based in Australia. Your shampoo dealer? My shampoo dealer. Um, and it's awesome. Like I loved their shampoos and conditioners. Mm -hmm. Um, but I kind of want to cut down on the miles Mm -hmm. a lot. And so as, even though I love the products, um, I would rather it be somewhere over here in the u.s just because it's gonna cut down on those miles that i takes to travel yeah um and we were up in salt lake anyways so yeah yeah might as well stop over exactly so i got um a new shampoo and conditioner and i got um a face wash bar as well Mm -hmm. and i'm super excited to try it yeah and so far i'm in love with the shampoo 
Yeah, you were saying that this morning or yeah. last night. <laughs> like, hands down, it lathers better than any of the shampoo bars that I've used. And, like, that's saying something. Yeah. Um, it just, it, it lathers like a salon-grade shampoo. Uh-huh. Like, it just gets, like, bubbles. And it's not, like, soapy bubbles. They are, it's like a thick foam. Right. Which I like, personally. Yeah, I, mean, I'm I sure like that, too. I'm sure there's someone out there who doesn't like it, but I like them. I... I like the shampoo bar that I have. I might try your um yours while you have it just mm-hmm. to see what I think. Yeah. But I need to find a better shampoo or conditioner bar because mm-hmm. I feel like the conditioner bars I've tried a couple and the one that I have now I like better than others that I've tried, but it's still just hard to get. My hair is so thick that I need a lot of conditioner. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but like I can't I can't do the two in one. Yeah. You know. I can't just put a tiny bit of conditioner in. So it's hard for me to like get enough conditioner on my hands to put through my hair. Mm-hmm. Um to feel like I'm really getting everywhere. Yeah. But that's just something that I need to find figure out. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe helpful tips. You could also try my conditioner bar that I got. Mm-hmm. Um I cuz I've tried yours and I don't know maybe it's the the maker of it um or like whatever they're putting into it it's just not it doesn't even la it doesn't lather at all yeah um but the one that i have it does it lathers more mm-hmm. and so maybe it's like a good in between yeah maybe um, i'll try yours but also what i found helpful is if you flip your head upside down and then run the soap through your hands or through your hair while your head's upside down and just run your hands down that way oh yeah um because like i've experienced a similar thing where like if i'm upright and just kind of trying to rub it in it's very surface level mm-hmm. but if i flip my head upside down i can get in between yeah. all of the layers and the hair follicles and stuff that's not a bad so, idea. i'll try not to fall in the thought. shower while i'm doing it i have almost fallen multiple times <laughs> i was so. gonna say that sounds like quite the maneuver in the yes. shower <laughs> it is especially when you like flip your head back up and yeah. it's too fast and like, so you get like a little dizzy <laughs> yeah in the hot water it's great oh yeah but we love thrills. It's awesome. <laughs> I almost, oh my goodness, I almost tripped and fell like out of the shower the other day. Oh my gosh! And I and I wasn't even doing that. I just uh-huh. like stumbled and I was going down and I caught myself. Thank goodness, because I would have like ripped the curtain down, <laughs> knocked everything off the edge. I think you were here, so you you would have heard me just like hit the ground out of the bathtub. And so. our bathroom is not very big, and so you would have definitely like hit, the counter. hit the counter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um nice. thank goodness for i've that. definitely overheated in the shower before but i usually just like either sit down in the tub or like <laughs> you must take hot showers dang yeah dang <laughs> well usually when i overheat it's like i'm either not hydrated enough mm-hmm. and it's one of my longer showers so gotcha don't take long showers kids It'll save water make you pass out <laughs> stay healthy live longer <laughs> true that's what i got all right um, well that's pretty much what i've got yeah um it was a good we've been good saving our on. flowers for our we we like to have bouquets in our room that's we've been nice saving our flowers for some future project <laughs> yeah i'm super hoping that with the summer market mm-hmm. we'll get um a flower vendor yeah i know because right now um it's just indoors and i didn't Mm -hmm. see anybody there that had flowers so yeah maybe there will be more this summer i hope so yeah 
Um, cool. Well, do you have a yeah. fun fact for me? Wait. Oh, well, I guess it's not. It's really not that important. But we don't. Well, it must be important. You told me to wait. I did. Um, but we don't have a poll from last week because mm-hmm. things got crazy. I forgot. I also forgot. Yeah. So. Um, but this week we asked whether or not you put ketchup on your hash browns and so far the ketchupers are winning. Um, yeah, because that's the only way to do it. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. That's foul. No. You're wrong. It's gross. No, because... Ketchup does not belong... Is ketchup's not a breakfast food? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Well, it is with potatoes. No. There's just something about it. No, there's nothing about it. Yeah. It's like fries. You dip your fries in ketchup no because ketchup's not a breakfast food but you dip your fries in ketchup not really you don't i mean if i'm if i feel like i need to have ketchup (laughs) so you have plain fries if that's what the mood calls for yeah (laughs) like you don't put any sauce on your fries it depends on where i'm going like um chick-fil-a i put chick-fil-a sauce on my fries i don't do ketchup on chick-fil-a on chick-fil-a fries yeah that would just be wrong i don't do ketchup on arby fries but if you did if you if you like went to a burger shop just random i don't know red robin would you and you were sitting down would you put out ketchup for your fries unpopular opinion i don't like red robin fries yeah i know so okay we'll pick another one well okay i would because red robin does steak fries and steak fries are just too potatoey for me and so yeah. i would need something to force them down with to make them go down easier hash browns are potatoes but they're they don't need to go down easier they already are easy (laughs) agree to disagree you can sleep outside tonight (laughs) do you want my fun fact tell me your okay (laughs) my fun fact is more fun okay but wait clearly you're wrong because our poll says (laughs) our poll says that ketchup goes on hash browns so clearly you are in the wrong. No. Now tell me your phone fact. No, you, can't, you can't interrupt me to say that. Jeez. You know what? When the world ends and a giant rift is bro- broken between California and the rest of the conjoined United States, <laughs> you and the ketchup-eating hash browners of the world will be on the fault. I can't edit that out. We'll fall into the hole. We'll fall into the hole and be gone forever. And the world will be full of the pure people of the world. (laughs) The true. I think we need to ask a a potato farmer what they think. But does the potato farmer eat their own potatoes? They might. They might, but I mean, if you're so, like, like, Someone who works at an ice cream shop. That's true. Probably doesn't want to eat ice cream. That's true. Because you get so tired of it. So maybe a potato farmer gets so tired of potatoes that they don't even eat potatoes. But here's the thing. What's the thing, Julia? Breakfast hash browns. No. At like a diner. They're nice and crispy. They're also kind of soft. They're salty. They need ketchup to make them a little bit sweeter. No. You got the sweet and salty. No. It's so good. No. Have you ever tried it? Yes. And you don't like it? No. Have you tried enough of it? What do you mean? Am I supposed to eat a bowl of ketchup-covered hash browns? Yes. That's disgusting. Have you... But, like, has the ratio been perfect? 
hash browns to ketchup. I look at how you drown your hash browns in ketchup, and I don't think that's even close to perfect. <laughs> I do. I do have a lot of ketchup sometimes. It's. I can't even handle it. Okay. Ah! Don't handle it. Then. Okay. <laughs> do you want my fun fact? Yes. Um. We might have talked about this already. Okay. But I thought it Let's was... Let's talk about it again. We're going to talk about it again. Okay. It was fun. And okay. so it's actually fun this time. Is it about the sharks and cows? The sharks and cows? Yeah. Remember that fun fact? About sharks and cows? Yeah. How cows kill more people than sharks. Oh. Well, now I do. Remember. <laughs> You're just looking at me blank. I, well, because I asked you, I asked you if that's what you were doing. And then I said that, and you were like, well, now I do. It didn't make okay. any sense. Whatever. <laughs> um, so I got this fun fact from a Pinterest account called TerraCycle, and I'm not sure if it's the official account or not, yeah. like the official account of TerraCycle, but they had the logo, and that's what they were called. So Sounds legit. It does. Was it a .org, though? It was Pinterest. Oh. Not legit. No. Don't believe everything you see on Pinterest. Oh, I believe everything. <laughs> so more than 20 million Hershey's Kisses are wrapped each day using 133 square miles of aluminum foil. And all of that foil is recyclable, but not many people realize it. Wow. I feel like we have talked about this. I don't remember if we did that fun fact, but that's crazy. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those things. I forget that Kisses are recyclable. Yeah, me too. And I think I've heard also... I don't know if you need to just gather all of the Hershey's Kiss foils and ball them up to a, into a big ball, or if you can just like ball up your one little foil and throw it in the recycling oh, bin, yeah. because maybe that'll just get lost. Like, and maybe they small. prefer it to be a big ball, but also then you have this giant ball of Hershey's Kiss foils <laughs> just do that. hanging around. <laughs> it's so. like the, um, did you ever want those rubber band balls? I never, up. I mean, no, I never had one, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, I always, like, they would be at the um, Scholastic Book Fairs at mm, yeah. school, and I would always be like, Mom, I want one. <laughs> it's like, a need. She was like, what would you use it for? <laughs> I was like, to throw around. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> and she was like, no. That's funny. Absolutely not. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. That's what I got. Nice. Um, well, would you like to hear my world update? Yes, I would. All right. So this is inspired by your topic from last week. Oh. So for those of you who don't remember or who have not listened to last week's episode, y'all skippers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Celia talked about the fishing industry and like all of the craziness about that. And we were going to watch Seaspiracy this weekend. That was on my plan of things to do, but we did not do it. It was? It was on my plan of things to do. Oh. You were going to watch without me? Well, no. I thought we were going to have time to watch it, well, but we didn't. We didn't. So, you didn't even tell me this plan. Well, it was just a plan in my mind if we okay. didn't have anything else going on. And we did. Yeah. So maybe next this weekend. Week. Next weekend, perhaps. Or next week. Anytime next week. That's... That's true. I mean, I do still have work, but <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, that's true. And I will have nothing to do all week. That's true. See spiracy. See spiracy. We could do it. We could do it. Um, yeah. So anyways, in preparation for that and also an update to Celia's 
topic. According to get.waste.ed, Canada is using satellites to catch illegal fishing ships. Oh, busted. Yep. Wow. I wonder if they've caught anybody. I should have looked into that more. I mean, they <laughs> they must have if they're using it. I wonder I wonder if Google Maps caught an illegal fisher and now Canada's like, boom, that's what we're going to do. We're going to catch them. Yeah, cuz I mean, satellites. that's like yeah, that's what Google Maps is. Is yeah. they just like the picture that they had in the article was like a satellite picture mm-hmm. of a ship or maybe so. it's birds. Maybe Celia and I have this conspiracy theory idea now. No, Celia. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't group me in on this. This is a group Celia effort. has a conspiracy. Because maybe birds just aren't real. Maybe they're government ploys. Yeah. It's not Google Maps. It's birds. Yeah. They're just going around snapping That's, pictures. I did say that yesterday. You're right. You but did. I was just buying into your conspiracy. Well, and then and then we saw a herd of pigeons sitting on top of um, solar panels. So That's true. They were that charging. That was kind of creepy. Very suspicious. Suspicious. Yeah. So it could be the birds. It could be the satellites. Hard to say. Hard to say. Either way, Canada's cracking down. They'll probably be like, you got any good fish, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it took you too long to come up with I know. that. <laughs> and it wasn't even <laughs> funny. Like, you got any good fish? <laughs> okay, well, that was a great world update. Thank and you. And some laughs. Thank you. At least for me. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> our friend has a daughter who we've been hanging out with and she is so cute she thinks i'm funny <laughs> like i'll do something and she's like you're funny you're funny i'm like i know <laughs> i am funny you're right <laughs> so at least i am validated by her by a two-year-old so <laughs> it's it you're, you're it's right, a compliment you're right, it's validation enough yeah it's a compliment it is she doesn't think you're funny she, she does think <laughs> i'm funny i am funny not as funny as me though. okay all right celia well let's move on yes <laughs> do you want to hear about my topic this week yeah i want to know what it is so if we've talked about it Already, we'll talk about it some more okay. because I can't remember. <laughs> um, I don't know how podcasts have like three hundred episodes. Oh, I know, and they're like still finding new things to talk about. I'm like, I can't even remember what we talked about like earlier this year. I mean, there's plenty for us to talk about, oh, but I just can't. Yeah. I just mean like not repeating things, right? And I started a spreadsheet actually. To write it down. Yes. but I'm super been, behind. I haven't been updating it. I have. That's great. For it's both of us. That's great. So. I mean, it's on our website, too, so we could always go back and look at that. That's true. But then you got to, like, scroll and read. Yeah. Is this what our, our listeners experience? They're like, we don't even know. There's just so much. you got to scroll and read. <laughs> it's just too I hard. Guess. It's just too hard. <laughs> or just listen to the episodes. Easy. Easy money. Yeah. So this week, um, my control F. Ah, yeah. That'll that'll do it. Control F. (laughs) Um, 
This week, my subject is farmer's markets. Ooh. I feel like, because we've talked a lot about um, eating local mm-hmm. and... Um, eating local. <laughs> and growing local and food waste and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But I don't know if we've talked specifically about farmer's markets. No, I feel like they've been... Yeah, they've been, like, usually we present a problem, mm-hmm. and then we talk about, like, solutions all the yeah. And farmer's markets, we've mentioned a couple times as, like, solutions to mm-hmm. things, but we haven't really gone into detail, so. Yeah. I'm excited. So, please contribute your thoughts as I kind of go through them. I have many thoughts about farmer's Me markets. Me, too. I'm okay. obsessed with farmer's markets. <laughs> They're just such a cute aesthetic. They really are. Just going with your big sun hat and your baskets and your and your <laughs> do you have baskets no but you I want to have baskets <laughs> and your reusable bags yeah. and you're supporting local people that's I feel like that's the thing that I love is that you're like out in your local community mm-hmm. like in your neighborhood or whatever yeah and talking to people who you live around yeah and you I mean I'll get into this a little bit more but like you start to build friendships and meet mm-hmm. people like my my mom goes to their local farmer's market and one of the ladies that works there, she's also in my mom's Zumba class. And so uh-huh. it's just forming connections with people in your community and creating that bond. And now my mom goes to her friends. I think they do um, they do jams and eggs and honey and meats. Cool. And so that's where my mom goes when the farmer's market is happening right. to her friend's stand, which yeah. is awesome. Um, but anyways, before we jump into all of that, um, (laughs) my sources are ecofriendlylink.com, ecofriend.org, farmersmarketcoalition.org, and treehugger.com. Cool. So a lot of very green things today. Yeah. Um, so for some facts first, between 1994 and 2013, the number of farmers markets in the U.S. more than quadrupled. Wow. You weren't listening, were you? They more than... I'm sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for, like, the shock and awe factor, and you just it was a slow look up. Really? I zoned out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this again. Say it again. For anyone else who wasn't listening. Between 1994 and 2013, uh-huh. the number of farmer's markets in the U.S. more than quadrupled. Oh, wow. There in, like, go. 20 years. Yeah. That was the reaction I wanted. (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, And to date, there are more than 8,000 farmers markets operating nationwide. Cool. And the article that I got it from was written in 2017. Okay. So So it's probably grown even more these I'm sure it has. Maybe not with COVID, but taking COVID out of the picture. Yeah. Um, Just because there's been such a huge demand for organic foods Mm -hmm. and... um, non-gmo local products local produce local products um artisan things stuff Mm -hmm. like that so there's a big demand for it yeah um so here's some things about farmers markets that are just fantastic um farmers markets help you enjoy food at its freshest and most flavorful true i can attest to that Mm -hmm. but sourdough is so fresh you say sourdough weird sourdough you say sourdough oh you've got the emphasis on the sourdough the o yeah because it's sourdough but it's sourdough (laughs) okay anyways 
Local food we'll often pull on that. We'll, we will. Like, is it sourdough or sourdough? <laughs> <laughs> um, local the food. Dough that's sour. It's not the sour that's dough. I mean, both. I feel like arguments could be made about both. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Are you going to let me continue? Yes. Okay. Local food often tastes better and is better for you. Mm-hmm. Farmer's markets help you mingle with community neighbors, like my mom and her friend. Yeah. They've kind of built that community. And I think they were Zumba friends before they were farmer's market friends. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it goes both ways. Either way. Yeah. yeah. You're just creating that connection. Farmer's markets help you become more in tune with what's in season. True. So, um, I think, actually, when we went... On Saturday, I was a little caught off guard by the lack of variety. But I I felt like there was no variety. But really what it was, was... It wasn't a grocery store. No, I mean, I couldn't find strawberries because strawberries aren't in season. Right. I couldn't find all of these berries that I wanted. I couldn't find apples. I couldn't find anything that I can normally get at a grocery store at this time of year. Because it's just not in season. Yeah. And actually, we talked about this probably like episode three or four, like forever ago. But I mean, when you eat what's in season, you're eating what's best for you mm-hmm. because the naturally the, that's what your body needs at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I think like root vegetables, especially in the winter, they absorb nutrients from the soil that your body needs. And yeah. so it can help boost your immune system fight cold stuff like that right um and so basically there's there's a reason why we eat in season and Mm -hmm. not we shouldn't be eating the same fruits all year round or the same vegetables all year round yeah i um i read a book back this a while ago um when i went to a community college Mm -hmm. and i can't even remember what class it was for um but I'll have, to, I'll have to look at what the book was. Yeah. I can't even remember what the book was. But um, it was this guy who basically did um, an experiment where, like, he he himself ate um, only foods that were in season. Mm-hmm. And so and he did that for, like, a, a whole year. And he just kind of, like, documented, like, how he was feeling and, like, whatever. Um, and he ended up, like realizing how like all the benefits of these foods Mm -hmm. instead of like like I feel like sometimes we just take foods for granted we're like oh yeah I've got some blueberries or strawberries or whatever and maybe they'll go bad or maybe whatever um and he was like I feel like I appreciated the foods a lot more because I knew that they would only be there for a month or two and Mm -hmm. so he like ate a lot more of those foods yeah um and just felt a lot healthier because of it yeah that's super awesome. Yeah, I'll have to find that book. Please do. Yeah, and let I, th- I feel like I talked about it in that first episode too, or not the first episode, the, the, f- the ear- first the early episode we talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. I'm sure you did, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, farmers markets also help you meet food producers face to face. You learn where your food comes from, and it helps you connect with other people. Um, I think most of the vendors that we talked to on saturday either were the main proprietor of their the organization mm-hmm. or were closely related to the organization yeah like we talked to one lady who her best friend had started the organization and so her best friend was starting to branch out and she had joined 
and was kind of doing the farmer's market end of things. Mm-hmm. We talked to another guy who had started the company from the ground up. And so there's a little bit, you're not, you're not talking to like a faceless employee. Like right. when or you like go to the grocery store. family at the, um, where you were getting produce. Oh yeah. There's that family that they were was so running that cute. stand as well. The cutest little girls were like checking me out for like, they were like buying or checking out getting my, your stuff. Yeah. Getting you. my stuff. Yeah. They're like, what do you want? And I was like, ah. Everything. Can I take you? <laughs> you? <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't come for me. They were just cute. In a cute way, not a weird way. Yeah, cute way. They yeah. were super cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very grassroots. It's very, mm-hmm. the people are involved. It's yeah. not when you go to a local grocery store and you're talking to the cashier or you're talking to the, the person who works in the produce section. They don't know anything. They don't know what's going on. Right. They just know that they're working there stacking the bananas. Like, that's right. it. Right. But, you know, you, at the farmer's market, you, you can ask people all kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. We stopped and to get your salsa, and the salsa guy could tell you every single step yeah. of the way about this salsa. Right. Like, where the stuff was grown and how they tasted and how this season's peppers tasted different than last season. There's so many. Mm-hmm. When people are hands-on, they know about their product. Yeah. It's like your aunt who um, is grows flowers. Yeah. Like, she knows all of the intricacies of flowers. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it is, it's really cool at farmers markets to be able to talk about that kind of stuff with people because usually the people who are at farmers markets selling their products are very passionate about it. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's something that I really love is that they're very transparent about it. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to sell you a product. They're right. not, because what they're trying to do is they're trying to create a community mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And the thing is, like, when you go to a grocery store and you buy something, if you don't like the product, I mean, you can't you can't hunt down the CEO <laughs> of this company and tell them off, you know. And so right. like, they're, they're, there's nothing to gain from that. Right. But when the business owner is trying to sell you oranges or yeah. whatever, they know everything about this orange crop this year. Right. And they can tell you why it is so good. And they want to be honest and transparent and truthful with you because... If it ends up being the worst orange crop that you've ever tasted, well, like, you know you're never going to buy from them again, specifically. Right. But if it's at a big commercial grocery store, well, I guess we'll try next week, you know? Like, there's no... No one gains anything except for the big organization that gains your money. Right. So. Um, Farmer's markets can also help you try new things. So, um, as many producers let you try before you buy. Mm -hmm. A little tricky right now with COVID. Um... They're with at the market that we went to, they were really big. There were like signs everywhere that say like do not um eat and drink inside because it was inside like a big depot yeah kind of building. Yeah. Like a warehouse. warehouse yeah, thing. warehouse setup. Um and so you could go outside and try something. Um there were a couple stands that were handing out like tight like you just like pop it in your mouth and like pull up your mask so that yeah. it's really not long at all. But right. Um, tricky when I think usually at farmer's markets, like they'll have orange slices to try from right. this year's orange crop or and the salsas. the salsas that you can, it's kind of like a communal little salsa. Like you just dip your chip into the communal salsa, <laughs> which is really gross looking back. I know. Like <laughs> now I'm looking at things that we used to do and I'm like, heaven forbid. I, know. I cannot believe like blowing candles out on a birthday cake. Disgusting. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> so you just... You adapt, you learn, things happen. Yeah, so, it's true. Um, but that kind of goes back to the transparency thing, mm. the transparency thing. So, I mean, 
Costco will let you try before you buy, but not a lot of not a lot of places will do that. Right. It's just kind of you buy it, you figure it out that you don't yeah. that you do or you don't like it. Right. So you reduce the use of fossil fuels for transportation of the food mm-hmm. because it's local. Um, and typically you're local as well. Mm -hmm. And so you're significantly cutting down the use of those fossil fuels. Yeah. I know. I can't wait until like, we don't have a winter farmer's market in our area area, Mm -hmm. but I can't wait until they have a farmer's market opening up around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it's definitely not as big. Um, it's usually like 10 booths. Or whatever. Oh, it's gotten... Bi- have you been to it, like, in the last few years? No. It's gotten bigger. Oh, has it? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. cool. But, yeah. It's not as big... I mean, Salt Lake City has a big farmer's market in the mm-hmm. summertime. Yeah. So, it's not as big as that. But, um, yeah. The one in our neighborhood has gotten bigger over the years, well, for sure. cool. I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Um, you are eating more healthy, um, if the producers don't use toxic chemicals, um, which is a huge, significant health benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, you support humane farming practices. So animals are typically treated significantly better than the commercial producers and they're raised organically without antibiotics and hormones. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of let your mind rest easy at least a little bit easier um, that the animal that you are consuming was treated better than commercial producers. Yeah, for sure. And food is priced at reasonable prices. So it's definitely, it might be a little bit more expensive than what you're used to, but also that's kind of where you shop where your priorities are. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're okay to, to, um, pay a little bit more but you know that it's going to be better for you it's going to be supporting local community farmers then maybe that's something that you need to look into yeah and i find too that like when i am shopping at farmers markets i really only buy what i need whereas i feel like at grocery stores i just kind of get consumed and everything Mm -hmm. you know and and so i feel like i'm like grabbing everything and i mean it's it is always exciting to grab to go to the farmer's market and to like go get everything mm-hmm. but um like I feel like there's just some things that I'm like oh I I, I probably don't need that and so I won't get it mm-hmm. you know I don't know maybe that's just me but I feel like I have that mentality more at farmer's markets than I do at grocery stores for yeah. some reason and I think maybe I mean I don't know maybe I'll say this and then decide that I I disagree but um <laughs> maybe it comes from the fact that none of it's packaged like Uh if you look at produce it's not packaged yeah and so if you want i mean there's also fruits and vegetables at the grocery stores that aren't packaged but if you want a bag of green beans you know typically you go and you get the pre-washed pre-cut package of green beans yeah and that's a hefty bag of green beans if you're only gonna i mean do you want to be eating green beans for the next month they'll be bad by the time you're through that right but at the farmer's market, you, you bring like your own bag. Yeah, you get a handful of green beans or whatever. Yeah. Um, like the the broccolini that I got, like they were in the tiniest bunches. Yeah. But it's portion. Like mm-hmm. this, that's two portions in my hand mm-hmm. instead of I have like a huge head of broccoli at the grocery store that now I can't get through it in one meal or two right. meals even. Right. So, Yeah. 
yeah i feel like just a lot less goes to waste even like berries like i feel like the Mm -hmm. farmer's market usually have like the smaller packages of berries whereas you have to get the huge thing of strawberries if you want strawberries Mm -hmm. you know yeah so food for that yeah eliminate food waste go to a farmer's market yeah boom um so a quote that i really liked from the farmer's market coalition said that farmers who choose to use sustainable practices face a challenging economic climate dominated by large corporate farms. Many find they cannot compete with massive volume and low market prices and government subsidies enjoyed by large operations. So basically, farmers markets are, they're fighting to survive, mm-hmm. essentially, which is they're really trying to sad. compete against the big boys. Yeah, they are. And I mean, they're they're even more up and coming now. I mean, since 19, what? 1994 yeah. we've had a boom of farmers markets mm-hmm. but i think we could honestly do better yeah but even then like i kind of worry that if they were to suddenly boom would they be- even be able to keep up yeah would they then start to turn to these governmental practices mm-hmm. of growing in mass quantities yeah i know i feel like that's that's kind of like the hard balance is that um these local farms are great, but also they can't, at the rate that we consume food, mm-hmm. consume food, quote unquote, because yeah. there's a lot of food waste that happens. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it is quite an equal comparison, yeah. but um, at the rate that we are consuming food as a country, I'll say country because let's be honest, it's mm-hmm. the United States. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say world, but really is the u.s mm-hmm. um and yeah i feel like the rate that we consume food is hard to keep up with mm-hmm. for those small businesses who are trying to just do more grassroots yeah. um production but also maybe there's more room for um growth and if they if they if if they pride themselves in being organic and not using pesticides and not using added hormones or whatever into their products, you can still grow in, in that direction. Just like, you know, get more, I mean, it's easy, it's easy, get more land, get more, get more seeds and stuff, which is not, it's not always the case. Um, the, the citrus guy that we were talking to that we bought lemons and oranges from, Mm -hmm. he said that he had, it was an urban farm. Yeah. So, I mean, People are even branching out. I mean, maybe it will just take a lot more farmers and farmers, you know, we think traditional farmers like people out in the country with lots of land Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily need to be that way. It could be urban farmers as well who are able to make these products for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it might just be more of that on a small scale. Mm hmm. Or, like, everybody on a small scale, but, yeah. m- like, more people. Yeah. And even then, like, is as people stick to their standards and what's important to them, I mean, so much food gets thrown away because it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case at farmer's markets. Yeah. They sell the ugly foods. Right. Um, like, the oranges that I got, none of them were pretty. Yeah. Like, not, it was a whole, there were boxes and boxes of unattractive fruit. Mm-hmm. 
and they but they tasted good didn't they oh i had an orange today it was so good yeah like best orange i've had all season i mean it's probably the first orange that i've had all year <laughs> but best orange that i've had all year yeah um and so as we i mean if if there's such a boom in farmers markets that there's such a huge demand as the farmers stick to their standards and they don't seek to put the pretty fruits out there Mm -hmm. i think they could keep up yeah totally so food for thought for sure um so for anyone who's sitting there wondering like well okay but what you've you've talked about everything that farmers markets can do what can farmers farmers markets give Mm -hmm. that's a great question we've not really talked about it for anyone who really would like to know yeah so Farmers markets provide local fruits and vegetables that are grown naturally or organically, mm-hmm. meat from animals that are pasture-fed and raised humanely, handmade cheeses, eggs and poultry from free-range fowl, heirloom produce, fresh flowers, wool products, clothing, toys, jewelry, a lot of very handcrafted things. Yeah. Um, when we were there, all all of it is very handcrafted. Yeah. Um, from like the bread to the mugs that are being sold to like the t-shirts everything is very you can't i mean a lot of times they'll have their own online stores nowadays Mm -hmm. but you can't you can't find that product commercially yeah so that's kind of what you can get at farmer's market which is cool it's local which like personally my favorite thing to do like as a tourist is to go to farmers markets like when i'm visiting cities and maybe that's just because i'm like from seattle area mm-hmm. and pike place is a very big market that has a lot of local farmers and artisans um and like i just when i think of exploring cities i think of farmers markets yeah and um i love being a tourist in my own city in seattle going down to portland they have great farmers markets mm-hmm. um And it's just like everywhere you go, I mean, food is food. It's all the same. But especially with the artists and stuff, like it's local artists Mm -hmm. who are putting these things out, being creative, showing their talents and stuff like that. And like that's one of my favorite things. I love to like collect rings at local places whenever I'm traveling. And farmers markets is like are like the biggest place that you can go look for that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. So... Do you want to find a farmer's market close to you? Yeah. The answer is yes. So you can check out ams.usda.gov slash local dash food dash directories slash farmer's markets. And our link will also be on our website for anyone who's like, wait, say it again. <laughs> so um, that was, it's a really cool directory. You can just cool. plug in your zip code and the distance you're willing to travel and it'll come up with any farmer's markets that Sweet. are are like registered in mm-hmm. their system. That's the tricky part is they're, they have to be registered because yeah. um, I did check out, um, like I typed in our zip code and there are a couple farmer's markets that I know of that aren't listed mm. on this database. Yeah. So I think the official ones the official fish ones the one that we went to on saturday uh-huh. it's listed yeah but because it's so big but we right. have a little one down here that just pops up in a parking lot mm-hmm. um that wasn't listed gotcha. so okay kind of a hit or miss if you know of one that's not listed um continue to go continue to support but if you don't yeah. know of any tell your friends about it share yeah. it on social media 
for sure. If you don't know of any, though, that are close by, check out this database. Plug in your zip code. It'll tell you what's close. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I love that. Yeah. It's really awesome. Yeah. That's what I got. I thanks for I feel like it's the season for farmers markets or at least we're heading into the season for farmers markets Mm -hmm. so if you guys haven't been going to farmers markets all winter um like us then get hyped because they're probably opening up soon in your area for sure goodbye ski season hello farmers market season (laughs) Saturdays are the days for farmers markets Saturdays are for the farmers yep I, I need a shirt that says that. I was going to say, we should... Oh, we need to TM, look into that. TM, everybody. <laughs> that might have to be our episode title, too. Saturdays are for the farmers. Saturdays are for the farmers. Um, and for Celia's imaginary baskets that she has. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But picture this. You have your... Maybe not even a basket, but your big, like, canvas reusable bags and your sun hat and your with sunglasses our, with our logo on them with our logo on it um <laughs> which by the way if you want one check out our patreon nice or, plug yeah thank you thank <laughs> you or dm us because we'll also sell them to you yeah if you want if you'd like just want that and you don't really want to be a patreon member which is fine we won't be offended we promise um <laughs> what was I saying? Are you waiting for me to say maybe a little? <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost track um, because I was lying so hard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we won't be offended. No. Just DM us. We'll we'll set a price and get you guys a little um bag. <laughs> a, li- a, a little a baggy little waggy. Bag. <laughs> a little bag. No. It's like I mean it's just a normal canvas bag. Yeah. With our so cute logo on it. We should bring them next week to the G-G-G. farmers market. Yes. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Um, I don't have one though. Can hmm? I buy one for me? Yeah, you could buy one for me. Cool. Totes. <laughs> Totes, my goats. <laughs> um, what were we saying? Oh yeah, the, this image with my sun hat okay. and my in in my head. I've I've purchased a lot of vegetables because I'm a big <laughs> vegetable eater now. Uh-huh. And. I've got like all like the leafy. They're like kind of coming out of the sides of the bag. Yeah, so you yeah, can with see like the I've... carrot heads. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you like put them in the basket on your bicycle, and you bicycle away because you're that <laughs> eco friendly. And then you go home and you create yourself a beautiful open faced sandwich of the things that you just purchased. Wow. You put your leftovers into the compost bin, and you go sit in the sun with your fresh lemonade that you made from the lemons at the farmer's market and we need to do that open-faced sandwich and you read a book wow that's the idea that i have that's beautiful maybe one day <laughs> that's my goal when you have more time yeah yeah maybe next week maybe who's to say you'll be done by then i will got all the time in the world true anyways what do you have all right well we're going to <laughs> swerve a little bit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Celia t- talked about a very sweet thing. <laughs> Should we have ended with mine? I'm a Probably, little nervous. <laughs> but I have a good ender. So okay. it's okay. All right. Good ender. It's kind of funny. I think it's funny. Okay. Yeah. It's a joke. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> a very I, cynical joke. I didn't write the joke. It's okay. Okay. So I am about to talk about something that we haven't talked about on the podcast before okay fertility 
Oh, <laughs> are you ready to get into this? Like human fertility? Oh, yes. Interesting. Oh, what? Yes. Yeah. Tell me everything because okay. I didn't even know that this could be a topic. <laughs> I did not either. Okay. Except I was on. Um, so I got my info from this Instagram page called Chicks for Climate, which is a super cute Instagram page. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if I follow them. Let me um, send you a post. Okay. Or I'll just plug them into the search. Chicks for climate. There we go. Follow. Done. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I follow them. And I mean, they have a bunch of different stuff, but they're super cute. Um, So they recently posted something. Oh, and then my other source was um, safecosmetics.org. Okay. So cool. Um, they posted recently a fun fact, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> All so those fun facts fact. that we really like. Yep. <laughs> um, and the fact was that I guess it's not a fact. It's like a prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, but the prediction right now by scientists is that by 2045, human fertility could reach zero. Oh, what? Yeah. What? And that's like, bruh, it's 2021. Yeah. That's, that's like in 24 years. So like our children. That's in 19 years. 2021. Hang on. Hang on. Hold hold this thought. Math heads. So, that how are do you do me. math? 2021 plus 19. Yeah, it's 19. What? Yeah. You said 2040? Oh, 2045. I thought you said 2040. My bad. My bad. (laughs) I was like, it's it's definitely not 19. Hang on. 2045 minus 2021 is 24 years. Thank you. There you go. Yep. You're good. I thought you said 2040, and I was like, I don't know how you do math. That's not even close. Yeah, listen. That's how you do math. Yeah, Julia. I was the one Uh, that said it right. uh, how many times did I had to repeat my fact? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so that's kind of alarming. Kind um, of. That is alarming. Yeah. It's very alarming. So you ask why. Why? There's probably, and I mean, in the article I was reading, they admitted there's a lot of different things that are contributing. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things that they think are contrib- is contributing is um things in our products oh so what other okay out of curiosity what other things did they say were contributing um that was a great question celia yes let me go look it up okay (laughs) um okay so these were these were the other things that they said we're contributing so age is another big thing because Mm -hmm. people are having kids later in life um disease is another thing um just because and they said that that was kind of they said that that might disease might also partially be affected by some of the things i'm going to talk about Mm -hmm. so disease is one of those like kind of mixed bags okay a little bit because um some diseases like diabetes whatever is affected by the things that you're consuming Mm -hmm. so that's something um Hormones was another thing that they were saying is kind of a mixed bag because 
it can also be kind of affected by some of the products that we're using. Um, and then like stress, just like kind of the way that our society works, just the structure of it, uh-huh. of like just how work is and just all the million things that people are trying to do. Yeah. And so that's kind of, those are some of the things that they were talking about. Okay. Yeah. So getting back to eco-friendly really, or yes. like eco-related things. Um, let's see. I had this kind of structured weird, so we're just going to go with it. Okay. So, um, just as a little bit of a background, sperm counts in the Western Hemisphere um, dropped 59% Whoa. between, well, it's kind of a long period of time, but okay. still, between 1973 and 2011. Holy cow. So, it's kind of a long time, but also that's only like 40-ish years. Yeah. It's like 30. That's like a generation. years. Yeah. That's like, yeah. So 58, 59%. Um, so what are some of the things that are contributing to, or that scientists are thinking are contributing to this huge drop? Um, so a lot of kind of products that we use daily. Um, so toys, perfumes, cosmetics, medical equipment, shower curtains and even food packaging um are just some of the things that can contribute Mm -hmm. to this problem yeah and like i said there's it's the scientists are saying that it's not all because of these products but that these products have a very large impact Mm -hmm. on this decrease um so how are they affect how are these products specifically affecting our fertility um they have okay it's about to get real sciencey and i don't have a sciencey background so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna say it and then we're gonna try to explain it okay so and you can help me cool maybe so um they have endocrine disrupting chemicals which correct me if i'm wrong the endocrine is the like thing around that it's kind of like the protector of cells i thought it was the skin system oh well there you go even better i could be even more wrong i don't know (laughs) i probably should have looked this up (laughs) no worries (laughs) it's okay quick quick google quick google quick google quick google i thought i thought that's what you were doing on your phone (laughs) but okay no my the members of my group project were like hey whose section is this and i was like that's mine i'll do it what is the endocrine system oh no i was very wrong um the endocrine system is the system of glands of an organism that secretes hormones directly into the circulatory system shoot so we were both wrong we were both wrong, but now that you say that, I did know that. Yes, I did too. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's like the pancreas. The pancreas is part of the endocrine system. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's exactly what it said. Yeah. It's the part that affects your hormones. Yes. Basically, which makes sense for fertility. It does. Um, so, yeah. So they're endocrine disrupting chemicals, which means that they're chemicals that are disrupting the hormone system. Mm-hmm of your body um such as 
I'm going to butcher this word. Okay. Flatlates. P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. Phthalates. Phthalates. <laughs> What'd you say it was? Phthalates. <laughs> oh, man. <Nice> okay. <laughs> And um, that's why you're a psychology major. Yes. And not a scientist. <laughs> but I used to be in the science fair. <laughs> Julia used to do a lot of things. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. Um, so these things are made from petroleum. Okay. So um, the CDC found phthalates. <laughs> Is that right? Pathalates. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the CDC found phthalates in the majority of the population. Wow. So, like, I, I guess I wrote it kind of weird, but, like, in the bodies mm-hmm. or in the bloodstream of the majority of the population. I would assume that that's what that means. They're not living under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, look, just there's some phthalates under there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, phthalates. So, what exactly, like, what's going on here? So, Tell me, what's of, going on here? Of the 40,000 chemicals used in consumer products in the U.S., um, less than 1% have actually been tested for human safety. Duh. So, that's, that's talking more specifically about... Um, like things that, um, like cosmetics, we've already talked about that, mm-hmm. how like makeup kind of stuff isn't really being tested. Yeah. But same with like lotion and even, even like the things that we put our food on mm-hmm. and wrap our food in. Yeah. It's not really being regulated. Um, so... What can we do? What can we do, Julia, if we're surrounded by chemicals and people who don't care? Well, <laughs> there's not much. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so they they made a really good point. Um, and this, I will say, this um, uh, Instagram account that I follow mm-hmm. is the definitely... Chicks for Climate. Chicks for Climates, yeah. Um, they're definitely more like on the activist side of things um which is really great yeah because it gets things done sometimes um so just make a note of that when i'm going through these but noted the first thing that they like really encourage people to do is to actually contact local representatives of your states or counties um just because the thing is especially with these chemicals um the the chemicals are just hard to avoid. They're mm-hmm. in everyday products that we use. Yeah. And like you can't really just completely like up and change everything out that you're using mm-hmm. to find alternatives to it because there aren't really alternatives. Yeah. One percent of the chemicals are being tested right. or products are being tested. So there's the alternatives are very far and few in between. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I kind of have a question that I don't know if I really expect an answer to because I don't know if there is an answer to them. Okay. If only 1% of chemicals are being tested, does products, products yeah. are being tested, um, is that, I wonder if that's 
one, like a handful of companies that are testing all of their products because I Mm. feel like it just, it wouldn't make sense for a big company to only test a handful of products or like one of their products. Right. Because there's just that many, that many things out on the market. Uh Like why would they spend the time and the money to test one product when... Yeah. When they're not testing the others. I don't know. Yeah. Does that does my question make sense? It does. I think um and unfortunately they didn't have like a list of what's getting tested and what's yeah. not getting tested. In my mind when I was reading it, I think it's like certain types of products are required by the FDA to mm. be approved. Yeah. So like like how medicine oftentimes has to be approved uh-huh. by the FDA. Yeah. I say oftentimes. I'm pretty sure it always has to be approved by the FDA yes medicines yes but like biotin i don't think biotin yeah, is approved true. by the fda true. so like certain things are certain things aren't yeah. but and so that's kind of where my mind went was yeah. that like this is a not an accurate example but mm-hmm. like water bottles have to be tested by the by the fda um or like passed by the fda yeah but backpacks don't you know like mm-hmm. that kind of thing okay but i mean like i said I know that's not accurate <laughs> at all, but yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. So you could have like a brand like Nike or whatever that puts out water bottles and backpacks, but only water bottles are required to be tested. Mm-hmm. And so they'll test the water bottles, but not the backpacks because it takes okay. money to test things. Right. And so why would they test the backpacks? And that's not required. Yeah. So Makes sense. that's kind of what I'm thinking yeah. is that certain products, not certain companies. Okay. It probably just depends because yeah. there might be a company that only does water bottles. Yeah. And, and now I'm confusing everybody because <laughs> like the FDA does not require. Well, there was for a little bit of water bottles that caused cancer. Oh, I don't know if they caused cancer or if they had like cancer causing materials in them. I mean, so does everything else in right. products, guys. So I hate to break it to you. It's all around us. <laughs> it's in the rain. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that, I mean, that's that's my BS answer for yeah. you. Okay. That's my best guess. That's great. That'll that'll do because right. I, I don't even know what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, so back to what they're saying about that. So um like I was saying, they're just they're encouraging people to ask their local representatives to um, uh, to have these chemicals rigorously tested mm-hmm. before they're put out on the market. Um, and so either contacting reps or petitioning is a really good way to do that and get that kind of ball in motion just because, um, like they said, it's hard to avoid those products. Yeah. So... Um, if it's something that we're going to have to, if, if we're going to have to have these products in our lives, we might as well make them like not harmful to us. Yeah. You know? Um, so there's a website I mentioned at the beginning. It's called safecosmetic.org. I can't remember if you talked about it back when you were doing your makeup episode. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? I don't think I did. Okay. Um, well, it's a website where you can get more information on like everyday products that you might use. Oh, um, so it has like, um, I think most of it, I was kind of looking, most of it is like 
makeup type stuff uh-huh. um or cosmetics obviously um so if you use products like that that's a cool website just to check out and just get a little bit more information on that yeah um but again it's kind of one of those things that it's at this point and where we're at with things it's just kind of hard to avoid yeah unfortunately So some other suggestions that I found is to use glass containers instead of plastic containers um, to store leftover food, especially um, when you're reheating your food. Mm. That's something that my family started doing back home. Yeah. I have not invested in in glass containers yet. Yeah, I'm working on it. So, yeah. So that's an adjustment that I have to make. Um... But I do remember growing up, my mom would always get on me whenever I would try to heat something up in the microwave with plastic Mm. or like in a plastic bowl. Yeah. Um, But I have kind of gotten lazy sometimes. Oh, I still definitely do that. Yeah. Hands down, definitely do that. I mean, growing up, I I never did because my mom would like go off. Uh Uh-huh. But now, yeah, in college, I've definitely kind of gone away from that Especially but i want to say microwave safe on them i know like, it says microwave safe i can totally put it in the microwave yeah. which which if, if the microwave is doing that to your food <laughs> it's doing something <laughs> to the plastic yeah. i'm sure oh yeah so um just something to keep in mind i mean it's probably not that impactful but like the thing is is that a little bit here and there wouldn't be too harmful but the, but the problem is that it's in all of our products yeah. these these chemicals that are harmful to our reproductive system mm-hmm. um and so that's kind of where the harm comes my grandma used to say everything in moderation even plastics she didn't say that <laughs> is, that, is that your but that's my interpretation addition? of it like it's it's not going to be that harmful to you if if you're doing, like, if you have one thing or whatever. How do you know, Julia? Are you a scientist? Well, it's not going to be as harmful as everything that you're using. How do you know, Julia? Are you a scientist? No, I'm not. It you're could right. be killing you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my little pessimistic two cents. We have no idea. But I'm, I am sure. Are you? I'm sure that if you had one product doing it to you instead of all of your products doing it to you you would be better off well yes it, it would be significantly better but i'm not saying it would be perfect but it would be better it would be an improvement it's just like how it's just like how nutritionists would say never eat cake but if you're eating cake once a year it's better for you than if you're eating cake once a day i guess boom you know what? Just just <laughs> sit over there in your rightness. No, in your <laughs> gross ketchup covered hash browns. I will. Okay. She's still not over it. I am. <laughs> um, okay, so that's that. Um try avoiding products with fragrance in them. Oh, that was really interesting. Everything they did has say fragrance. they did say like natural fragrances is fine, like essential oil mm-hmm. type stuff yeah. is probably not harmful um but like perfume like looking at my shelf over there everything over I know, there I'm has looking fragrance. at my stuff too <laughs> yeah it's it's hard to do but I mean it makes sense like I um 
I use I used to use fragrance lotion all the time mm-hmm. and I started using unscented lotion and my skin feels so much better. Really? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense that, I mean, the chemicals that are in those fragrance stuff, we have no idea. Yeah. Um, so try to avoid that if you can. Okay. And it's obviously it's not always possible, but the minimum, the better. Ah, <laughs> the minimum, the better. <laughs> Good English. That's great. Um, let's see what else. Okay. Last few things. Actually, last thing. And then I'll end it on my funny note. Ah, the funny one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so last thing, make sure plastic, um, the plastic that you are using, like just in day-to-day stuff is being disposed of, um, as best you can, just so that it doesn't end up in our waterways, um, in our ground, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, because otherwise it will end up in the fish that we eventually eat. It will. And then it'll end up in your bodies again. I gotta tell you, I'm super paranoid about fish. Yeah. Um, like I still eat fish, but with every bite of fish, I'm like, maybe there's plastic in this one. Maybe there's plastic in this one. Yep. I'm waiting for the day. You just won't see it though. It'll just start building up in your stomach. I know. It's just microplastics. microplastics. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Not great. I had (laughs) fish for dinner. (laughs) Well, here we are. It's awesome. You have a stomach full of plastic. It's great. All right. I'm going to end on my note. Please do. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I sent this to you. I might not have. And we can take it out if it's not good. Okay. (laughs) You'll have to come up with a new funny thing if it's not great. (laughs) That's true. I'll think of a funny joke. Okay. Okay. Um, So this is a tweet that I saw. Even though I'm not on Twitter, I saw like a screenshot of it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, But Sky News tweeted an article that was titled, Human penises are shrinking because of pollution, warned scientists. (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then... (laughs) I I swear I sent it to you. I think you did. (laughs) And then good old Greta Thunberg uh, she responded and said see you all at the next climate strike <laughs> <laughs> and I just I mean it's not really connected to fertility but like I just thought that it was funny that like all of a sudden when it really is impacting our reproductive bodies. organs <laughs> it's something serious it is. so see y'all at the next climate strike Catch you on the flip side. (laughs) That's a perfect note to close us out on. See, I thought it was funny. It was great. It was was a nice, lighthearted climate (laughs) strike. (laughs) That is funny. Yep. So, um, thanks, guys, for joining us again this week. Um, If you want to, did you have anything else? No. You were looking at me like you wanted to say something. Nope. I just never know where to look where you're doing this. Because, like, (laughs) do I just. Lay down because my job is done, or do I just keep looking at you like, yeah, you go. I think you should do that. You plug us. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, actually, no, I hate that. Don't look at me. Just smile and nod. (laughs) If you guys would like to um, support us, please download and subscribe to us wherever you're listening. Um, It really helps us get more viewers um, or listeners. (laughs) 
Celia's the best hype man right now. <laughs> our Instagram account and Twitter account are G underscore four podcasts. Our Facebook page is Good Girls Go Green. Email us at goodgirlsgogreenpodcast at gmail.com. Our website is goodgirlsgogreenpodcast at not at ignore the at dot com. <laughs> and our Patreon. Where's our Patreon found, Celia? It's on Patreon. You're right, but where can we, where can they find it? It's on our Instagram page on our link tree. You, yeah. you like click the link tree, click the link tree, click the Patreon. It's also on our website. What's our website, Celia? Good girls go green podcast at gmail nope dot com. <laughs> Good girls go green podcast dot com dot com. All right. So um, and then yeah, if you guys want some cute totes with our um, logos on them for your farmers market summers. DM us or check out Patreon if you want to support us on Patreon or just DM us and we're happy to send those off to you guys too. Heck yes. So, all right. Um, Woo! You did it! <laughs> Best type, man. Boom. All right, guys. Have a great week and uh, next week Celia will be done with finals. I will. So we're going to go record something for Patreon. So, yup. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Written on your forehead, always be denying. You're the dummy that don't believe in science. Written on your forehead, always be denying. Hey, hey.